Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is the Morning Joe with Tony Flo. You know who I is. This is Tony Flo, and we got a little special treat this time around, a little special some some for everybody. So I'm not even going to spill the beans yet. I'm not even going to spill the beans because we got some special guests. You might have heard of them. You may not have. It doesn't matter because we're all here right now. And uh, we're going to dive into a little, little. Uh, I guess we can say, a different kind of a branch of episode that I typically do. It's going to be a little sit-down Saturday time, baby. So we're going to do this. We're going to di- dive on in with the crew that I got here with. And I'm telling you, it is a crew, capital K. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to dig in here. Let's do this thing. Morning Joe with Tony Flo, baby. Watch this. Watch this. All right, all right, all right, here we go. You know how we do that thing. That was a little bit turned down there. That was my bad. Productions, my bad. But we good now. We're ready. So I have with me three of my faves over here. I keep on hitting my camera, but we have three different people over here. The crew, we have my man. I'm going from top to bottom of the screen because we all over here on FaceTime. But all right, I see right here with me is my man, Nick Bowen. Nick, what's going on, man? Living the dream every day, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then right after him is my boy, and he's got a little bit of raspy voice, so you just give him a little bit of grace here, okay? I'm telling you what, he's he, he actually talks like this. He's just a tough dude. And it is the one and only Austin Nealon, the founder and owner of Soldier Fitness. What's going on, man? What's Gucci, guys? What's Gucci? I got a little raspy throat, but it ain't gonna stop me. <laughs> and there, there, there he is, the man himself, the man himself, getting it, getting after it. And then we have, last but not least, my man Tyler Ferreria. You guys heard him in the first interview I did on this podcast, and here he is once again. Tyler, what is going on, my man? absolutely honored and excited to be here bro i am blessed and nothing less you know what i mean Ooh, hey put that on a shirt right there hey man bro bless and nothing less all right so i got this crew together because i'm i'm gonna tell you right now I'll tell you right now we've had them all i've had them all on the podcast before and it's been nothing short of great time great conversation good insight from all kinds of different perspectives and because of that i came with this segment that i want to do sit down saturday or saturday sit down i'm kind of indecisive but sit down saturday all right we're gonna sit down here we got some topics that have came up recently in our lives um, that i think each one of us want to hit and i think it'd be good to gather some insight from these different perspectives so we gonna do just that and so I'm going to kick it off here with my topic that I want to bring in, and I'm talking about the fight that was over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw that MMA fight. I don't know if you guys saw that. I didn't. I caught the highlights, you know? Yeah. Hey, that's all you got to see. You know what I mean? Because, shoot, I think I would have been a little disappointed if I (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. No, it was definitely, uh, definitely a disappointment. From the point uh, or from the stance of only going one round <laughs> and yeah. how it ended, uh, yeah. definitely was not definitely was not the way anybody wanted it to end for sure. But anywho, so it stems off of that, right? I'm talking about more so. I'm talking about McGregor here. I want to talk about Conor McGregor, okay? Whether you're a McGregor fan or not, this dude, you either love him or you hate him. Right, you either love him or you hate this guy. So, came across this article, and I was like, "Man, I actually kind of agree with this." And I typically don't agree with uh, Khabib, but the the article headline here is "Retired Khabib fed up with finished Conor McGregor believes MMA should no longer support him after loss." And what he goes on to say here is basically the fact that. Um, he says, and I, this is a quote, he says, money and fame show who you are. All the time we hear that money and fame change people. No, when money and fame come, these two things show who you are. 
and what has McGregor done. He punched an old guy in a bar in 2019. You guys can watch everything he did and understand, just like Dustin said, he is a bag of human feces. And I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) He is a bag of human feces. And so... He's saying he saw a lot of people. He said he saw a lot of people tweeting to support him, um, you know. And he's asking UFC Dana White more specifically, like, are you guys going to keep supporting this guy? Keep getting like keep amping this guy up and keep showing the world that you are fully behind McGregor, who has personally insulted people, personally insulted, you know, my wife, his wife, whatever, who has. Um, continually done things like punch an old guy in a bar and ha- and says all these things. Are you going to continue to back him up it, when we have this generation that's before us that is looking up to people like him? And so, and I'm paraphrasing, right? This is a whole article. I'm not going to dig in and read, but he is basically saying, "Look, why are, why are you still supporting this guy? He's he's just he is." being a terrible influence or a terrible example to the younger generation. And so I guess I kind of want to get your guys' insight on this. Like, whether you're into MMA, into fighting or not, what what is your guys' stance on what could be said here in this article? Tyler, I'll, I'll start with you. What do you think of this, man? Well, I think, one, you know, it's, it's him being a direct competitor and being someone... Uh, who's who's in the game, and I'm sure to some extent he doesn't like Connor on a personal level, so he's gonna try and you know try and try and kick him while he's down. You know I, that's what I think. But I, I kind of on the more broader topic, um, you know, like I was kind of John right there while you were talking is it's it, what it comes down to. They're not. I mean, they are in the fight business, but primarily they're in the entertainment business. Yeah. The key words being entertainment and business. So the crazier, more loud he is, the more money that business is going to generate. So, you know, Dana White also being a businessman, he's looking at the bottom line. And unfortunately, like you and the article are alluding to, that's not the best thing for the younger generation because they're seeing all of these really unethical actions and work insults. And they're seeing that being rewarded, yeah, with right. a lot of money. For and, and it's like it's like oh, he's getting clout. This guy's getting right. clout. I want to have that clout like that guy. That's right. So it, it's it's a it's a ta- it's yeah. a very typical case of money versus ethics. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, so it, it, we see that versus each other a lot. Absolutely, in every sector of life. Right. In every sector of life, you can find the guy that's some loud a hole who also makes a lot of money. <laughs> any, anywhere you look <laughs> that is very true i can't agree more with that one um austin what about you man i mean get out what you can say i mean i know, yeah. you, know you got those wood chips in your throat but go for it yeah can you guys hear me okay we're good all right sweet yeah i agree with tyler i mean the beef's coming from a standpoint almost like they're enemy against enemy I think no matter what, even if it is your worst enemy, you got to support people um, and you kind of got to direct them at least in a positive way to say, hey, you know, you made a lot happen for this sport, but it's not okay to talk about other people's family, especially in the public eye. You know, I mean, you could obviously as fighters, I'm sure you're going to talk a bunch against each other, hype it up. But when it comes to family and especially close relatives, you got to leave that out of the picture, especially in that public eye. Um, you know, Connor's done a lot for the UFC, but at the same time, I do understand why people are upset, especially the younger generations who might not understand necessarily all sides of the story. Who go, oh wow, that guy's really cool, and he's talking bad about people's families and stuff. So therefore, uh, it must be okay to talk about people's families in that kind of manner. Which isn't okay. So there's got to be some type of, uh, yeah, some type of punishment for Connor. But um, I'm a fan of the guy. You know, I, I think that he should continue fighting. But yeah, he's got to get reprimanded now. That ain't okay. I'm okay to say. Yeah. I'll leave it with that. 100% with you, man. I, I, it's funny. I, I feel like it's, I feel like it has something to do with his Irish descent, but I'm not going to go there. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I, I'm saying that because Austin, Austin is of Irish descent. So, you know, any, anyway, no, I, uh, you know, what's funny. You mentioned how they're in the entertainment industry. And just like you were talking about Austin, how, um, you know, basically like what I got out of that was like, there's boundaries that you just shouldn't cross you know, in, in people's personal lives, right? There's just boundaries that you shouldn't cross in my life in other people's lives. There's just, there should be boundaries there. And, you know, it's funny because there are people in the UFC who are still like, who are still good guys. Right. And I'm thinking of, um, Steven Thompson. Have you ever guys, have you guys ever heard of Steven Wonderboy Thompson? So, so dude is, dude is an animal. Dude is an absolute animal. Um, and he actually fought before that fight. He fought uh, one of the the preliminaries, and um, but before it wasn't that fight. It was the fight prior, maybe, or the fight before that. He was fighting for the championship. I forgot who was going up against. And they're doing a press conference. You know how they usually do their press conference and everything, and they're actually on video talking to ESPN or something. And uh, and they're and he's he's talking. They're talking trash to one another, and he's just being a nice guy. And all of a sudden, he's like. The guy's telling him, like, look, you're just a fool. Like, I'm the best. I'm, and you're just going to go out there and prove that. Like, I'm, I'm the best that there is out here, blah, blah, blah. And, and Wonder Boy's like, look, man, that's, that's okay. I don't, I don't know why you got to be so mean. <laughs> and it ends like that. The guy just starts laughing. You know, it's like, they, it's like, it's an, it's an unspoken rule to not go past a certain point, right? And like you said, they're in the entertainment industry. But at what point do you say, okay, dude, we got to chill out. We can't be selling this. Like, this is not what we're selling. You know, we're selling entertainment, but to what extent, you know what I mean? And ultimately it's going to impact McGregor's legacy, right? It's going to impact his legacy, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. What do you think, Nick? What's, what's your, what are your ideas? Or Austin, go ahead. Do you have a thought? Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say in regards to Connor, because, you know, he is the money draw, right? And he loves the money. I think if he's going to make comments like that, especially in his situation, they should deduct part A. Be like, yo, because you did that, you know, you're not going to get your full purse. You shouldn't. Maybe that's to him. Like, oh, that's when I'm going to shut up. You know, know, I want all my money, so I got to keep it hush hush. That's that's true. That'll definitely. That's just just one idea I think I have for him, at least Connor. And I think the question comes too, like, why hasn't Dana White done that? Right? Like, if that's a simple as simple straightforward don't do this this is what will happen nick what do you think man i think i think it's an interesting topic especially just how the sport is in itself right because i mean it's it's entertainment surrounding fighting you know so that's something that's very primal we tap into those primal areas of our minds and of our bodies when we're doing something like that and so there's it's almost a little bit of a catch-22 when we bring ethics into that, you know, because it's like, okay, well, we're going for blood and much to Tyler's point, we're in the entertainment industry in that sector, you know? So it's like, Hey, we're going for blood and we're going for money. So it's it's like, what's the, you know, what is our ideal there and what are we going for? And those loud, you know, that squeaky wheel is going to get the grease, just like Conor McGregor, you know, he's out there just, you see him everywhere. He's, he's providing, you know, free advertisement essentially for the entire <laughs> sport and for, for anything. You know? um, it's unfortunate that that does come in, um, you know, maybe a bad package in some senses, you know, now old guys in the bar. I don't necessarily agree with that on an ethical <laughs> level. But, um, I guarantee every single newspaper and every news outlet printed that the following morning, you know, and that just brings eyes to that sport and to that area. Um, that maybe wouldn't have seen that before. And, um, you know, negative PR is, you know, PR is PR. So if, yep. you're, if you're getting out in front of people, that's what it is. And uh, from Dana White's perspective, you know, and trying to grow something that, you know, is still in its infancy, if we think about it, you know, because like in, in comparison to other sports, kind of UFC and everything that has to do with that is is like, MMA is it's kind of up and coming at least on this side of things you know so I can I can see from his end where it's um, easy to kind of turn a blind eye to what you know isn't right 
uh, just to try to, you know, maybe greed has something to do with that. Um, you know, just cause it's like, Hey, I know that's going on, but dude, look at our ratings. We're killing it or whatever it is, you know? So yeah. it, it's a, it's, it's tough because yeah, coming from the side of like, Hey, we're for the kids, you know, it's like, man, we got this <laughs> example, you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, I think, you know, all of us are our business owners and all of us are entrepreneurs. So, so we know about that kind of drive to grow what it is that we've created here, you know? So I think it's, you know, in, in one man's perspective, I think it would be difficult to kind of separate those two, especially in an industry that's about fighting, you know, it's literally about like beating the, the heck out of somebody else. <laughs> nice. Watch <laughs> <laughs> that one back a little bit. You know, I, 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 <laughs> but no, that's exactly right. I mean, they're in the money making business, right? I mean, as we are all. 100%. And, and uh, what's going to make money, like you said, is any sort of exposure. Exposure is exposure, but good or bad, right? Um, and so, but I mean, I, the issue that comes and this is, I think the issue that a lot of people in our day and age face is you have to draw a line somewhere or else it will be detrimental to you, to your company, to your family. Um, I mean, your legacy even, you know, I mean, think about, I mean, you can think about how it can impact, you know, or influence other people and how they get to where they're at and, uh, it's definitely something that you, it makes you, it makes you, it made me think when Khabib said that it was like, it was like, Oh, he actually has a point. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like you just don't know, like you just don't, it's, it's a good point. I wanted to piggyback actually on, on what Austin said about reducing that purse. Um, there's a really good documentary. It's also a book out there. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's called Freakonomics. But literally, it has to do with, you know, find out what somebody's incentive is. Yeah, and that's yeah. how you're going to get them to act how you want, you know, yep. uh, whether it's like I think that the author of the book was talking about, you know, potty training his daughter and giving her candy every time that she would actually, you know, use the toilet and got to the point that she was like she would go pee a little bit to come get some candy and then go back and go pee a little more to get some more candy. You know? Smart girl. <laughs> but she got herself so controlled, you know, from, from before being where, Hey, I'm just going to pee anytime. <laughs> now I can, I can shut on and shut this off, you know? So, yeah. and, but the, the, the father, you know, got there by incentivizing her with something that she, that he knows that she likes, you yeah. know? And so it's much to Austin's point right there. Yeah. If that money is, you know, what McGregor is, is gunning for, it's like, Hey, find out what that is and, and hold that, that balance. And that's how you can kind of get somebody. Easily. How you want yeah. It. Yep. Easily muzzle it. And it's funny you mentioned that. That's how we, uh, that's how, that's how my wife potty trained my son is. She, <laughs> she, yeah. She, uh, she didn't use candy. That probably would have been a nice, easy route. My son, my son's a bit too, uh, intellectual. So he's like, yeah, I want something better than candy now, you know? And so we, uh, had to get him like little dollar store, little things. We give him like little rewards, potty training he was too so he was it worked <laughs> my it worked. wife was super good about it but uh Tyler do you have something to say about that I I, I saw that I mean not my not the potty training thing but <laughs> <laughs> this looked like you had something to say well um a couple things came to mind but one of the old is that I really think of when we're talking about this uh you know this reward system is um the only two ways to motivate someone is either the stick or the carrot Right. That's that's the old Ooh. saying. Have you, have you heard that before, Anthony? You familiar with that? Tell me about it. So, so it's basically what we're saying right now. Like, you know, when you do something good, you get the candy. So in this case, in this old adage, either the sounds like a horse. The exactly. It, it comes from back when people used to train horses. So if you wanted to train a horse, you would either when it did something good, you either give it a carrot mm. or when you did hit it with a stick. Damn. Mm. So there's only two ways. You It's either pleasure or pain, man. Those are the only things that make people move. That's the only thing that trains a person, an animal. That's that's how you. It, it's harsh. It's a harsh reality of this world. But it, that's the ineffective motivator. It's, it's the truth for sure. Yeah. It's the truth yeah. for sure. Stick of the carrot. Interesting. Very interesting. So, as a leader, from a leadership perspective, before we move on to, uh, well, uh, we can start with Tyler's after this. But after we, before we move on. Just as like from a leadership perspective, right? Thinking 
as a leader for for somebody who wants to be a leader or somebody who is a leader in that in that kind of a role you can you can figure out what influences somebody or incentivizes what you can incentivize to get somebody to work with the team to get somebody to succeed in a role and some i mean some people it is monetary value and that's probably a bit harder to use as when you're like you know a manager of somebody but what about what if you know they lack in self-confidence maybe you can help edify and build them up with with do you know say, hey good job man you did a great job on this project you did a great job like you know keep maybe handle hand, hand them like little projects where it's something that needs to be done but they can do it they have the skills and that it will help them build their confidence or maybe it's somebody um i don't know maybe somebody needs to be humbled and because humility is a great teacher too you know and i've said that multiple times in previous episodes and and so it could go either way right but i mean i think a good leader will figure out pain or pleasure right like tyler was saying i think a a good a good leader is going to figure out what they can do to help edify people one way or another um but that was my kind of closing thought on that you know but Tyler, I know you wanted to bring some some food to the table. <laughs> what you got for us, man? Well, first, actually, if I could, I'd actually like to add a little bit more on the Ooh, a little <laughs> little sprinkle, a little sprinkle, right, a, little, a little some on top there. There's a fantastic book that I would ten out of ten recommend for you guys and and the listeners as well, which is all about leadership and it's all about how to you know, like humble someone if they're too confident hmm. or bring someone up. Everything we're talking about. It's called. It's called The Dichotomy of Leadership Ooh. by Jocko Willink. My, my bam, Jocko Willink. And, and it, it is great. I mean, he discusses about how he has, when he has someone that's too confident, okay, he's going to go in and give them a task that they know they're going to fail at. Yep. And he did I, that purposefully. Yeah, and you know, and, and I read his book, Extreme Ownership. And, uh, and I mean, like you said, fantastic insight. Fantastic insight on that guy. Um, yep. That guy has, has, that's a very good, very good suggestion. I'm definitely... Yep. I don't surprisingly, and I don't know why I haven't read that book yet, but it's I need to. A, it's a new one. Yeah, it's a newer one. Yeah. But definitely a must read for sure. I'm with you on that one. Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willink. Yep. Absolutely. All right, brother, take it away. Let's see what you got. Very cool. Very cool. So I was kind of tossing around a few things and seeing as I was on the call with you guys, I figured that I I settled on ambition. Ooh. Ambition is a thing that I would like to discuss. I know it's not necessarily a uh, a concrete topic to discuss, but I think it's something that one, all of us have personal experience with, and two, I think that it's a, a loaded word that really has a lot of deep seated meaning and motivation, and just it's a very rich word to me. So I did want to get your guys's kind of feedback um, and what you kind of think of it, and obviously I'll discuss how I've thought of ambition and how my thought of ambition has changed um, as I've kind of explored and changed as well. Ooh, who wants to go first? He wants to take that, that bull by the horns first. <laughs> I got a little something I could throw in on ambition. Ooh. I, I think at least in my experience, um, ambition can almost seem a little random at first right if we don't have a purpose like for me finding the purpose was the was directing the ambition somewhere Mm. prior to that it was like spinning my wheels constantly knowing i wanted to do something knowing i wanted to buckle down and and you know have something that i was going to work 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 towards and but not knowing what that was Mm. you know so whether that was dipping my toe in different fields and seeing hey is this me not not really you know but kind of through those experiences narrowing down a purpose to direct that ambition because i agree with with tyler i think ambition is something that we all have you know experience with specifically like the group we have here you know because there's a lot of people that are you know pushing for what we got what we you know what we're building here um, we're a lot of young, you know, business people, entrepreneurs, creators. That's what we're doing, you know. So it's like on top of that, we're, we're, you know, we've got that drive for it. And 
Tyler, I see what you're doing with, with, with your business, you know, and I see you've narrowed that down and that drive just like, mm, and you're going through the roof. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, it was finding that purpose to, to put that ambition towards. And it gets me so happy, dude, to, you know, be surrounded by folks like you guys that have that have narrowed down that purpose and have that commitment towards it. So that, that's my little two cents on ambition right there. For sure. Bro, like, uh, like what you're saying, I think that it's like, it, it, it's like purpose and ambition go hand in hand, right? Because if you don't have purpose, you don't know what to be ambitious about. You know, like you can, you can have, all these ideas in your head, you can be like, you can want to do this and you want to do that and you want to do that. And you have like a general idea of ambition, but I don't think ambition comes to, to a, comes to a head until there is focus on a, on what you want to do. You know what I mean? You can, you can be an ambitious person and, and that's good and all, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not effective until there is, something that's solidified that says this is what I'm working towards. And um I mean that is just kind of my just kind of a little piggyback off of what you're saying there, Nick. Um Austin, what what you what you think, man? Yeah, man. I think uh <clears throat> ambition is kind of like a fire. You know, you need Ooh. you Ooh. need your you need your igniter and you need the wood, right, to burn. You need that go right Those Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, all of our faces when he said it's like a fire, we all just were like, ooh, that's nasty. (laughs) We all got fired up when he said that. But that's good. Completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to leave it at that, guys. Sorry, I I can't (laughs) Sorry, buddy. I keep on calling on him. He's like, dude, I can't talk. (laughs) Tyler, so, so tell me, tell me, man, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, first of all, I think, you know, you and Nick had very, very similar points, and I couldn't agree more. And then obviously, you saw my face in Austin just <laughs> dropped that nuke right there. Uh, there's There are ingredients, too. You know, there's – and some of those ingredients, which is what I was kind of alluding to when I started introducing this, man, uh, to me, when I think of ambition, there's a ton of ingredients. Like Austin was saying, there's the fire. There's, you know, there's the fuel. For me, yeah. so there's – one, like you guys are saying, is motivation, right? Yeah. Two, there has to be an aspect of humility if you're going to be ambitious. Because you have to be willing to recognize, one, there's a structure that has a top and there's a bottom. And if you're going to be ambitious, you have to have the humility to say, okay, I'm okay with being at the bottom. I'm okay with wanting to learn. I'm okay with not knowing everything, but willing to go out and do it. Mm, I like that. You know, and then throughout that process, you start humble and you stay humble. But at the same time, you gain confidence as well as you continue to learn, as you continue to progress. So ambition, when I think of the word ambition, you know, progress is there. Humility is there. Confidence is there. So to me, it's, it's a very loaded word when I hear the word ambition. Um, were you going to chime in there real quick, Austin? Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go on a risk. You don't. Go ahead. Oh, no. Real quick, Tyler, before you do, I'm going to alley you. Um, I think the purpose and the ambition, I think uh, the purpose is whatever word or whatever thing you're seeking, and the ambition is the period or the explanation point right behind it. It's like it's set. No matter what, you're never going to throw in the towel, and you're going to be as ambitious as possible to get mm. there, and you're not going to stop. I think ambition is... I mean, you can keep the fire going for as long as you want, as long as you keep fueling it, right? That's right. <laughs> that's my two cents. Go, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's that's absolutely right. There's, And so when it comes to ambition and motivation, you know, all this has to do with energy as well, right? I mean, it, these are the things that give you energy, that, that will absolutely motivate you. But on the flip side of the coin, and this is how I used to think about ambition, maybe, I don't know. I'm going to say five, six years ago when I really wasn't doing much, you know, I was just kind of going to school and, you know, just kind of working my first jobs, you know, managing a gym, you know, I was at the more lower levels and just kind of feeling stuff out. I felt like ambition was crushing me. 
Mm. And because I was looking, at, I was looking at this long million million mile long road, you know. And I was like, dude, I have so far to go. I just it made me miserable. It was crushing. It was like I can't. Like this is a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, I, I'm putting that pressure on myself. But then my definition and my thought about ambition changed when I started really learning to be grateful for right where I was at. Cause guess what? I am on the road. Yep. That's what it comes down to. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm so grateful that I'm on the way, baby. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. And the thing too, with that is like, you should never be where you want to be. I mean, in the, in the general aspect, right? Like it, once, once you feel like you've arrived, like, yeah, I'm here. Once you get to that point, I think it's, it's kind of a dangerous, not dangerous, but it's it's something that stagnancy is not good. That they think that's something that people should be afraid of. Actually, is to be stagnant. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, think about stagnant water. You drink that, you you don't die. No, I'm just kidding. It's not good for you. You know. Um, and so I think stagnancy. I mean, just to piggyback off of what you're saying, and also to piggyback again off of what you're saying, <laughs> is this, the gratitude, right? I mean, like yeah. gratitude or being grateful can really change your perspective on everything, you know? And like, I mean, it's even like the Bible even says how in all things be grateful, you know, it's like, because when you are, when you're grateful for where you're at, grateful for what you have, grateful for what God's given you, grateful for what so-and-so has done for you. When you're grateful, it's like you, that whole, your mentality like shifts. It's a whole different perspective. And so, it's definitely a whole different perspective. Like when you realize Tyler sounds like when you realize like, you know what? I'm on this road. Like I'm going, you know? Um, and I think that's something that people miss out a lot on. And that stems from gratitude. What you got, Nick? I got, I, well, first off, I love what <laughs> they're saying about that. Hey, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm so thankful to be on the path. Yeah. You know? Like that's so important right there and and just knowing that hey i'm not where i was 10 years ago you know and and just looking at that you know and um even you know anthony were talking about the blessings that we receive and and even the you know the problems that we receive it you become Mm. absolutely dangerous person when you're grateful for the problems that you receive because the gift is overcoming those problems yeah that's that's the the power of having those problems once you overcome that you're on the other side of that and Mm. there's a there's a saying amongst the stoics i don't know if you guys are are into stoicism or anything like that but a more fati right so it's a love of faith and that's just saying no matter what happens to me that's what's supposed to happen to me you know so it's 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 loving every bit of that and i i love that you know you guys hit on that because that just shot off those those light bulbs in my brain i was like oh man dude love it (laughs) (laughs) nice no yeah and 100 percent. the i like what you said there power in the problems there's power in the problems where can you find it you know and and right great being grateful gratefulness right is one of those things um heck yeah solid stuff tyler what else man i i feel like you got more i feel like you got more in the bank I mean, you're going to have to slow me down here. (laughs) Well, just because this is truly, I'm just, all I'm doing right now is expressing truly how I live. And so for me, it's really easy to talk about this stuff because this is exactly how I think in my brain. Um, If anyone ever comes to me, any of my little cousins, my mom, any of my friends, you know, come to me with a situation, an issue, anything, you know, I mean, this is how I would guide them. This is how, you know, I would kind of relate my life, my issues, how I think to them. So, you know, this sort of topic to me is how I live. This is how I keep going. So when it comes to being grateful, I would love, I, I, I would challenge the readers of readers. Uh, I would challenge. I would challenge you guys, but especially the, the, uh, the listeners, the next time that you are going about your day, and something throws you off. You get that text message from someone that you don't want to answer. You get your boss that comes down on you for some, and you know just something throws you off. Something takes you out of your peace and makes you frustrated or makes you worried. 
or makes you angry. The minute you feel that negative emotion, whatever it might be, I challenge you to out loud, say it out loud. It's more effective. You can say it in your head too, but I challenge you to say out loud, I am grateful for X, whatever that problem was. Like Nick was saying, if it's your boss who says, hey, I need you to go do this and you don't want to do it. You say, hey, I am grateful that I get to go do this. And mm. I promise you, there's something that changes in your head. As soon as literally the minute you say it, it washes away or helps to at least dissolve and dilute that negativity. And if you say it three, four times, plus add in, hey, I'm grateful for my healthy body. Hey, I'm grateful to even have a job. Dude, your negativity will disappear literally like magic. And all you have to do is be grateful. I swear to God. Interesting. That is... I love it. Yep. <laughs> and dude, I Nick it wrote it down. <laughs> it will cure. It will cure anything. And I, 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 I will swear that on the Bible. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm 100 percent with you on that. 100 percent with you on that. That's a that's a solid challenge for the listeners. And we we like to do challenges here on the Tony Flow podcast. We like to do challenges here. Tyler, that's some good good stuff. Thank you. Yes. All right, all right. Next topic. I don't. Austin, are you up for talking, man? I. You know what? I've had no voice before, and I. I'm like, I. It's so much energy to. I get it. You got. What you got? Some for us, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like a patient. It's so much. <laughs> but um. Yeah, sorry. Um, what am I supposed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> You're good, man. We were just thinking about we anything, any sort of recent thing that came in, came into our lives recently. You know, like a challenge of some sort. Uh, maybe I don't know some sort of issue that came up that you ever overcame or whatever. Um, but anything of that sort that comes off the top of your head? Yeah, I do. Um, one of them is, uh, breaking, breaking old habits. Um, you know, I think when you look at yourself in the mirror every day and if you're honest with yourself, you know, what is adding to your life in a bountiful way. And you know, what is also uh, taking you a step backwards and pulling you back. And, uh, you know, some things that might've led you to the person you are today that led you to your successes today are the very things you actually need to let go of too. You know, principles, the principles that you live by that are in your heart, those will forever be, you know, and you'll always learn and perfect those along the road. But I think there are some things in life that you just know this is no longer me, you know, and it's hard to let go of those things, man. It's hard to let go of those things. But once you do, man, it's just like Tyler said, you become more grateful, you become more peaceful, you become more understanding of man, this is my journey. This is my path. And all those answers start to come to you more and more. And it's just easier to kind of get out of the way of your own self and be like, man, what is my true purpose? Right. It's not only about helping others. It's about helping you. It's not helping the world. It's about helping a lot of things out. Man. So I think letting go of all those things that hold you back and breaking habits, even if you have to go over and over again, of what those things are, it's for the better, baby. It's for the better dang that is some powerful that's just dropping the knowledge right now austin's on fire right now just dropping the <laughs> dropping the stinking bombs man that's that's some good stuff man i i released an episode um weeks ago called living in the right time zone and it's essentially saying along the same lines along the same vein as you right where we can get so caught up with what we did in the past we can get so caught up with what we've done um uh with what we've done the decisions that we've made and i mean ultimately we come to a point where we have to come to reality with those decisions that we've made and we can still get caught though like living in the past like what we did back then like you know like i mean guys like take for example guys who played sports in high school football in high school it's like yeah back in the day you realized the realize what i did in high school you know um and people get caught though in the past and they're not living in the right time zone because the time zone that they should be living in is now and looking forward to the future and the decisions that you make now are going to affect your future decisions you made in the past are affecting you right now and that's just the way it is 
But there's decisions that even the smallest ones that you'll make today that are going to affect your destiny. Ultimately, it's going to affect where you end up. And so it's it's the real deal, man. When you when like what you're talking about, Austin, right there is like sometimes the things that got you to where you are now are the thing are exact things that you got to let go of so you can grow even more because holding those things can actually hold you back. Right. I mean, they yeah. can, they can hold you down. Oh yeah. Even the littlest bit, you know, I mean, if you have to look at those two, those little things, the little adjustments, you know, from yep. your diet to your sleeping patterns, to what you do in the day, how you do it. I mean, everything can be counted, right? Every little detail. Ooh. Nick, did you, uh, yeah, some on, on, on that? Yeah. I, was gonna, I wanted to add to that because it's, uh, I think a big part of that, like he was talking about that, looking in the mirror and being honest with ourselves, everybody lies, you know, and, but the number one purveyor of that is we lie to ourselves and we can justify any action that we want. We can justify a negative action. It yeah. happens oh, all the sure. time. For I sure. mean, there's always something, if we're not holding ourselves accountable, then, you know, nobody else is going to in that same sense, you know? So it's, it's, it's super easy to, you know, be looking in that mirror at yourself, but give yourself like a, you know, you let yourself off easy. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, but I've been working so hard. I've been doing all this, whatever it is. And it's like, at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's just a justification for, you know, a bad action or whatever. Yeah. It so it's like, are you actually being honest with yourself or are you just lying to yourself? And dude, that's what I had. I quit smoking cigarettes like a little over a year ago. And I was smoking cigarettes for like 10 years, you know? So it was like, Dang. I had to look at myself in the mirror, dude. And it was like, this is definitely having a negative effect on my health, for one. For two, I'm spending money all the time on this, you know? It was like, I, I, dude, I printed out my, my checking account. And I was like, I'm going to add up how much I've spent on cigarettes and nicotine in the past six months or however much it was. It was like, now I got to times that by 10 years, you know? It's like, dude, I could have had a house right now. <laughs> think about it like that, you know? So I'm like, shoot, dude, but for so long, you know, it's like the whole time that I was smoking, obviously I know I'm doing harm to my body, but I'm justifying it somehow with something. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. stressed out. Oh, you know, whatever it is. I had this negative stuff happen to me. So, you know, I got to let it out on something or whatever that is. But, but it comes to a point where, you know, you can't lie to yourself anymore and, and and that introspection is just, it can be very, very intense, you know, but, but I think it's something that's so necessary. For sure. For sure. And like, you know, it reminds me of the accountability mirror is what David Goggins calls it. Um, you know, what he did is he looked himself in the mirror, put post-it notes up on the mirror and he would spend time every day looking at the mirror and looking at those post-it notes and just dealing with himself about those little things. Just like you said, just the little things like, you know, maybe it was a health issue. Maybe he needed to do this or that. And, um, like what Austin said it, you know, about too, about, um, you know, breaking those habits, breaking old habits. It's like, well, how do you do that? And the simple answer that I can come up with a simple answer for that is, well, you just have to win today. You just have to win today. Because yeah. if you win today, you can win tomorrow. And if you can win tomorrow, then you can win the following day. And it becomes much easier as you progress, you know, to break those old habits, to deal with yourself in the accountability mirror, to begin to make the right decisions towards that. I mean, right? I mean, how, how long would you say, Nick, it took you to, to like really cut off smoking? Was it like a process or were you able to just be like, all right, cold turkey, I'm done? I actually, I cold turkey did it, which nice. was, it was tough. That was, I bet. that was really tough, but it was like, dude, you want to know what's, so I had to, I had to laugh at myself a little bit. And I was, I was working at the time with, with some other guys. And so I told him, I was like, Hey man, I just quit smoking cigarettes. And I have like this crackhead energy right now. Like I'm just, <laughs> you know, like I just, I'm just moving around and you know, whatever it is. I was like, dude, cause you get kind of finicky or whatever it is. Like, What's going on here? So I would laugh at myself about it, you know, and then, but just like you said, Anthony, every day it's, it, you, you've now like built something that you don't want to give up. Yeah. Right. So even after the first week, it was like, dude, I just went seven days without smoking a cigarette. I haven't done that since I was, you know, 18 years old or whatever it is. Dang. So now, now it's like, all right, do I really want to give up 
that, you know, yeah. even it's seven days, but that's a feat that I've not accomplished yet. Do I want to just throw that away? And then you just build on top of that every day, every day. And it's less of, you know, I'm going to, you know, this is something that's forever, forever. It's like, no, you just got to win today. And then you can continue to do that and continue to do that. And, and at the end of it, it's not even, you know, all up in the forefront of your mind, like how it was in the beginning. Yeah. You've got, and, and you're, you're proud of what you've done, you know, it gives you an extra yeah. sense of accountability and, and confidence with that, you know, cause you're like, shoot. So yeah, I, that's I the, did. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> For sure. Oh, that's good stuff, Austin. That is good stuff. Break old habits. Oh, man. Break, Break old habits. habits. Break old habits, baby. Yeah, and you know, it actually piggybacks off of what Tyler was saying earlier. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. Um, you know, sometimes it's deceiving. You know, you're like, man, to change all this, it's going to take a long time maybe, you know, and like to, to especially prove that to yourself day in and day out with action. You're like, man, I might be able to do it for a day, but can I do it for a week? Yeah. For a month? For a year but you got to just live in this moment right and you got it like you said nick you got to laugh about it man <laughs> you can't take yourself too serious if you're if you're rooted in love hey nothing can break you man you it, might have a little bit of a struggle here and there but come on big deal man shake it off pop your shoulder yeah hey oh whoa hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you look at the long road and it can be very very intimidating and very discouraging that's yeah. why you got to you got to take it day by day man take it day by day so way to, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Nick, you got something to bring to the table? We, we're having a feast over here. Everybody's bringing their own food. We're having a little potluck. What you got, Dude, man? I got, I mean, so Tyler brought, like, some prime rib, and Austin <laughs> brought, like, some fried chips, and he brought, like, a full rack of beef ribs. Dude, I feel like I'm just about to bring some corn or something, you know? <laughs> hey, man, I, I just I just asked for potato salad, and we're good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, man. Fiber. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got to have the fiber, right? You got to balance out. That. That's right. <laughs> Start your carbs, my man. <laughs> Hey, but, but honestly, what I have is um, distractions, you know, that's mm. something that I've been dealing with so much lately and, and trying to, you know, knowing what I need to do, right, to push the needle forward in what I want. If that's my business, if that's my family life, if that's with my girlfriend, whatever it is, it's knowing what I need to do, but so willingly accepting any distraction around me, you know, that'll that'll take me away from that, which it's 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 tough and i did you know it happens to me without even realizing so i'll be working i'll be in the middle of something you know i i got to take a phone call get off my phone start scrolling through instagram mm. start doing whatever next thing you know like an hour's gone by and it's like shoot dude this that was an hour of prime time in the middle of my you know what should be a productivity period <laughs> that i just wasted man and i have nothing to show for it i literally have nothing like I, I wasn't learning anything on Instagram right there. I wasn't, you Bro, know, it was it, not. Instagram is such a rabbit hole. It is so terrible. Like I, it, like you said, it's like before you know it, you're like, you're watching all these funny reels and you're like, oh, what's next? What's out there? And then you see, Oops. you know, you Here? see, you see all kinds of stuff, man. And then before you know it, it's like, crap, what did I just do? <laughs> no, no, yeah. And it's really trying to carve out that, you know, that time and, and make sure that you're just focused. And like I did something the, the other night where I just set my phone on a timer at, for, you know, what I was going to do. I was like, hey, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to focus at this. I'm not going to look at anything else. My phone's on the other side of the room with nice. the timer on for like one hour. And once that timer goes off, I'm going to look back, see how much work I got done. And making that conscious decision to hey i'm sitting down i'm buckling down right here like made all the difference i mean one hour that i got done you know way more work than what i would typically get done in one hour you know so <laughs> yeah like dang so i've been trying to be a lot more conscious of that and and making that conscious decision of hey i'm this is what i'm here to do right now i'm not here to you know be on my phone or you know do whatever there's always something that can creep in as a distraction and and it's just going to make me feel more antsy about what i know i need to do you know mm. so that's something I, i'd like to get your guys input because you guys are all killers with productivity you know what i mean like everybody's putting out like 
your top notch effort, you know? And so I want to, if you guys got any tips on distractions or, you know, anything like that, dude, I would absolutely love to hear that. Hey, can you say that again, Nick? I'm, I was on my phone. I'm just oh, like, man, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that is, that is definitely, that is a hundred percent true. Like when you make the conscious, de- conscious decision, dude, man, I'm slurring my, you make the conscious decision. When you do that, it makes it so much easier to limit the distractions. Like, because you know, you've made that decision, right? Like I've said before in like previous episodes, like you establish a boundary early on, like don't get yourself to the point where you're already at the edge and then you have to make a decision like right then, because you're not going to make that decision. You're going to justify it. You're going to be like, ah, well I can, I can do that. And yeah, you know, and you can just brush it aside but if you make that decision, right, when you start before, you know, you're right about to start your your productivity, your productivity period, you're about to start that. And you're like, all right, phone's over there. This is over there. This is handled. Don't got to worry about that. All right, make a decision now. And it's like when that phone goes off, you're like, it's no big deal. You made a decision. You know, it's like whatever. But if you have that phone next to you and it goes off, even though you try to make that decision, it's like, it's that much easier to just slide it out of your pocket, you know, and then, you know, you know what I mean? It's so I definitely a hundred percent agree with you. Um, and you got to establish that decision early on before you get going or else it'll be that much harder to make that decision as you move on. hundred percent. Who else, who else we got on here that wants to spill it? There he is. Can you hear me? Yep. We got you, my man. All right, sweet. Uh, I think Tyler's on mute. My, <laughs> we're having the Skype issues right now. We're having Skype issues. Yeah, I think uh, uh, an easy way to to not be as distracted because I mean I think in a healthy way it is almost good to sometimes you know get away from the flow of things you know and to kind of get a little breather. But you already know inside it's too long and what's also hey you know I can take a little break. But when you relate ambition or ambition with distraction, then it's more like you're tying yourself to a bigger goal, right? So you can, let's just take it in a day, right? Let's just take it in a day. Okay. How ambitious were you today? If you're ambitious about something, if you really care about something that much, you're not going to be distracted. You know, you're really not because you're like, no, man, I'm set on that. This is it. I'm focused in my lane. Yep. Uh, but when you do get distracted, you can tell yourself honestly, hey, you know, I wasn't that ambitious today or in this moment. And so I think you have to be really conscious. I don't think there really is any tool out there. I think you really have to know deep down, like, hey, am I doing it or am I not? <laughs> for sure. Always, always, I think, forget about the external distractions for sure, the uh, just distractions. But, um, the tools you use to try to limit yourself from those distractions and just go back inside as much as you can and go, I'm honest with myself. Okay. I don't need any of those things. I'm going to be focused or I'm not simple as that. hundred percent Tyler. I know you had something. I think you were talking and then and the mute happened or something, but we lost you. Now you're back. He's back. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back. <laughs> what you got my man? Dude, uh, Nick, I mean, Nick thought he was bringing some corn or something. And my boy brought a filet mignon over Ooh, here, dude. Wait. I love that, dude. That is <laughs> that is just a, a crucial topic that I think anyone, any person, especially younger people, especially people our age, people younger than us, really, really need to focus on. Distractions are huge, especially if you have any sort of ambition. You really, really need to monitor that. It takes a certain level of self-awareness and discipline to really know okay this is what's distracting me and to have the discipline to do something about that mm-hmm. consistently so and again i'm only i can only say this with passion because again this is something that you know nick nick is like drilling into my own head right now so <laughs> it, it's pretty crazy so um i don't even know where to start so okay so when it comes to distractions there's two things that really come to my mind besides the discipline that i just talked about and the self-awareness um the two things are one sacrifice boom and then two 
and two, defending your time. And it's literally a fight. It is literally a fight. There's going to be stuff, things, people, anything. There's a ton of different distractions that are going to come and try and steal your time, steal your dreams, steal your motivation. And you literally need to defend those things that you care about. And it's an active, conscious effort, like Nick was saying. And the way that you defend that, guess what? It's by sacrificing. Yeah. Okay. And you're talking, I'm not just talking out of my butt right now. You're lucky I can't cuss you. I'd be going off right now. So, so I'm not talking out of my butt here. Oh, no. Have we lost him? We lost him. Oh, he was in the middle of a spiel. Oh, man. <laughs> now he's really cussing up a storm right now. No, just you know what <laughs> happened? He was about to bring too much fire. I think he melted that. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes absolute hundred percent sense. Man, I'm sorry, Ty. We can't hear you, man. You're about to bring that fire, dude. Maybe you know what it is. He probably was saving it for the next episode. That's probably what uh, it is. <laughs> that's what it, is. It, it only leads a nice segue to the next episode, right? Find out next Amen. what Tyler's going to say next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think he's going to try to hop back on. But like we said, right, we're wrapping this up here again. And it was the importance of breaking old habits. Make sure you have ambition. You got to be able to break old habits and you got to limit your distractions. Are we and looking? There okay. he is. All there right. Is. All so right. you were all right. You like left us on like hanging off a cliff, dude. I knew I was just starting to build that up right there. <laughs> all right. So yeah, look, I'm not just saying this like some guy that's just talking about this theoretically. No, you're talking to someone who was born and raised on video games. That's how I bonded my friends. Oh, that's hey. what I love to do. Nothing wrong with some Guitar Hero and and you know, rock band. I'm just kidding, <laughs> dude. And it literally gives you a dopamine. Literally, oh, for sure. I, I mean, dude, there's a social aspect. There's literally a chemical aspect. You name it. And let me tell you something. I'm I'm not like that. I'm not one of those people that's talking out of my butt right now. I literally sold my Xbox. I played a video game in darn near two years now because I'm Damn. so serious about sacrifice and I'm so serious about my goals and my dreams. That I'm willing to defend those and give up, you know, something that I love and really socializing with my friends. And it's a lot more than just video games, you know? I mean, dude. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've built a lifestyle around, around what I'm really talking about. And there's direct results and benefits. For those of you who are listening who don't know my story, very quickly, I literally started my life, what I think is the beginning of my life, about three years ago now. Um, you know, I came out of a, a deep, deep depressive state. I had a darn well near nothing. I saved up eighteen hundred bucks, and here we are. And you know, I, I don't want to like, yeah, talk you guys ear off, but two years later, now you know, I'm going to be doing the six figures this year. I carry about two hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory in my business, and I'm only getting started. If I can get to this point in two years off eighteen hundred dollars, yo, catch me in ten years. Hey, you know, what I mean, I'm not. If you're serious about what you want, what you're going to do is make sure to turn your phone off and put it in another room and then go work for four hours. Mm. And then you're going to sell your Xbox. And then mm. you're not going to go out on the weekends. Mm. If, you're, if you're really serious. But mm. if you're not serious, then don't complain. Yes, sir. That's <laughs> right. Because there's nothing to complain about, right? I mean, this it's part of the grind. That's part if of the... Yeah, exactly. If you want it, it's part of it. Like you, you're, you're lucky you're able to get to get getting what you're getting. You know, um, one hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely not, not easy. an easy road for sure. <laughs> no. Right, and and two for whoever's listening. If you want to listen to Tyler's story, there's two parts of it on our on the podcast. I believe it was episode seven and eight. I can't quite remember, but you can go back and check that out for sure. If you want uh, some more insight into his story, very interesting story too. Um, dude, 100%. That is 100% right. Like, if you want to get up and get after it, you can, but you got to make that decision to do it. And it requires effort. And I'm not just going to, that's not just going to come. You know, you got to work. It's going to be a grind. I mean, Austin, yeah. Nick, you guys can both vouch for this for sure because you guys both started your own business. You guys both have came from your own places where you had to make a decision like, I'm going to go all into this thing. I'm just, I need to do it. Like right now is the day to do it right now is the day. And, um, you know, I think all of us here, um, 
or you guys are definitely great examples of that. Uh, getting up, getting after it, and and you can do it. You can do it. Can I can I give one one more practical tip here? Yo. So you know, obviously, like I said, my example was the Xbox. Hey, well, okay, this isn't a practical tip. I'm going to give you one <laughs> quick one quick one that's not practical, then a real practical one. Okay. One, one, two is going to be people. Okay, people are going to distract you, yeah. and it's but look. There's some people in your life that you're going to have to cut out and or limit. Period. Yeah. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your dad, your girlfriend. But you need to draw lines. You need to have limits, boundaries. That's crucial. Okay, so I guess that is kind of practical. But so here's the actual real, real practical one. That, <laughs> practical and so, then the real, real practical one. So crucial, so vital. Because if you ask people what's the number one distraction in your life, you're going to hear, hear phone. Mm-hmm. So how you start your day and how you start anything really, but how you start your day is so crucial. And this is something that I've done. Again, I'm not just talking on my butt. It's something I do every day. But and it's helped me a lot, so I hope it'll hopefully help someone else. Ten out of ten would recommend go out and buy yourself an alarm clock. Crazy Ooh, idea. Weird. Old school, they have those things, old, right? Right. <laughs> so, some people are gonna be so young they don't even know what an alarm clock. Yeah. Is. What's that? Okay. You need to go out. You need to go out and you need to buy yourself an alarm clock because what it's gonna do is the very first thing when you wake up, you're not gonna look at your phone. Yeah. And then so so because the thing with the very first thing you do is get up and look at your phone every day because that's where your alarm is. Guess what you're going to do the rest of the day, what you're going to want to do? Look at your phone. Mm. How you start anything is so crucial. Go get an alarm clock, and that way you can start your morning off not with the distraction of the phone, not looking at the emails, not looking at work right away, and you can start in peace if you want to. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting thought. I, I'm I'm, curious on the research of that, This, the stats of – people who are how the productivity between behind those people you know what i mean behind the people who wake up with an old-fashioned alarm clock and the people who wake up with their phone's alarm clock and how their productivity is throughout the day that's i'm that makes me curious i am a data analyst so i kind of think along those lines <laughs> i kind of think like um stats what are the stats behind that what does your data say <laughs> if, if i had a study to give you i would this is just oh no yeah pilot life economics 101 I, I, that's all i got <laughs> yeah, i know no but studies i but the, but i'm saying that the, like what a spark that yeah. that creates like you'll be like, peace. yeah like it's it's definitely that's interesting i can almost start talking about that too but you know we're running out of time i don't want to kill anybody else's time we probably will be doing this again as long as we can make our schedules all line up because i absolutely love this conversation the saturday sit down saturday sit down so i hope hey, can i add one thing in real quick Ooh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. no no let's cap it off i just want to know have you guys ever read the book the richest man in babylon i have not okay but i've heard well, of it got a copy here for each of you Ooh. So I'm going to send this out to you guys. It's real easy. All right. Look at that. It's a thin one. But, dude, let me tell you, I have learned some amazing things from this book. And anybody that's listening to this, if you want a free copy, just holler at me. Because this is a book that has changed the out my outlook on life. And I want to put that in front of as many people as I can. So I got one for each of you guys and, and anybody else that wants one. I got you. Oh, man. You're the man, Nick. I appreciate Ooh. that, man. You anybody who wants a Playboy? I got free copies of Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh gosh! So as we kept this puppy up, <laughs> oh, I, I, as we wrap this bad boy up. We will leave it on that note. That is that is what I'm talking about. That's funny. All right, y'all. So I appreciate again your guys' time, taking the time to to talk with me, to sit with me and and get this Saturday sit down going. Some great conversation. Again, the challenge has been presented, right? I mean we we literally can have four challenges here with all the topics, but at least, right, garnish the distractions, limit your distractions, right? Break some old habits because they could be holding you back ambition 
very, very vital to what you do uh, or where, where you're going to end up, right? And remember to be grateful for where you're at. Remember to be grateful for where you're at because that will change your perspective on everything, on everything. Again, Tyler's challenge, right? His own, his own challenge out to you guys. If there is something, a text, uh, somebody, whatever, that, that they, you get a text and somebody's like, hey, you know, blah, blah, gives you a hard time. Say, I am grateful for X. I am grateful for X. Let's see how that changes. See how that changes. Again, guys, I absolutely appreciate your time. I absolutely appreciate the conversation. We definitely got to get together, do this again, line up the schedules. We'll definitely be in, in touch. I mean, we always talk anyway. You know what I mean? We definitely always are talking. So, again, from my own studio, I guess you could call here, out to you guys. I appreciate appreciate you guys meeting up with me. You guys know the challenge, you listeners out there. Tyler, you the man. Austin, you the man. Nick, you the man. Hey, I'm telling you, we ha- I, we brought a lot of protein. We brought a lot of protein to this picnic. <laughs> but next time, we got to bring some carbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, y'all. I appreciate you guys. It is Morning Joe with Tony Flo. We are out. Oof.